welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 500. Dozen guardsmen? Armor? Weapons? Horses? He sighed. On top of it all, only part of the stolen taxes are mine. The rest belong to the king. I nodded in understanding. I don't imagine he's very pleased. Alvarin waved a hand dismissively. Oh, Roderick will have his money regardless. He holds me personally responsible for his tithe, so I am forced to send the collectors around again to gather his share a second time. I don't imagine that sits very well with most people, I said. It does not. He sat in an overstuffed chair and rubbed his face tiredly. I'm at my wit's end over the matter. How will it look to Mellowin if I cannot keep my own road safe? I took a seat as well, facing him. What of Dagon? I asked. Couldn't he find them? Alvaron gave a short, humorless bark of a laugh. Oh, Dagon would find them. He'd have their heads on poles inside ten days. Then why not send him? I asked, puzzled. Because Dagon is a man of straight lines. He would raise a dozen villages and set fire to a thousand acres of the Eld to find them. He shook his head seriously. Even if I thought him suited to this task, he is tracking down Codicus at the moment. Besides, I believe there may be magic at work in the Eld, and that is outside Dagon's ken. I suspect the only magic at work was half a dozen sturdy Modagan longbows. But it's the nature of people to cry magic whenever they're faced with something they cannot easily explain, especially in Vintus. Alvaron leaned forward in his seat. Might I rely on your help in this? There was only one response to that. Of course, your grace. Do you know much woodcraft? I studied under a yeoman when I was younger. I exaggerated, guessing he was looking for someone to help devise a better defense for his collectors. I know enough to track a man and hide myself. Alvaron raised an eyebrow at that. Really? You are possessed of quite the diverse education, aren't you? I've led an interesting life, your grace. The wine I'd been drinking made me bolder than usual, and I added... I've got an idea or two you might find helpful in dealing with your bandit problem. He leaned forward in his chair. Do tell. I could devise some arcane protection for your men. I made a flourish with a long finger on my right hand, hoping it looked sufficiently mystical. I juggled numbers in my head and wondered how long it would take to create an arrow catch, using only the equipment in Codicus's tower. Alvaron nodded thoughtfully. That might suffice if I was only concerned about the end of the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And now I'm concerned about the edge of the end of the page. Well, you can be concerned tomorrow because you Maybe don't get any more today. It's a secret. Uh, you may recall, listeners, you may recall that uh, in the first season of this show, uh, we, we stated at around this point in the book that we would read 500 pages and... We would read 500 more. Listeners, we have. 
and we will be the ones to read a thousand pages to fall down at your door. <laughs> I mean, we've already read a thousand pages overall. Yeah, we've read over. We've probably already. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't want to crunch the numbers, but we've we've read a lot of pages. There's been an awful lot of uh, pagery afoot. Indeed. And, uh, there's more pagery yet to come. On another. <laughs> Bye. That's it. Okay, but for real though, uh, the first thing that jumps out to me on this page, Alvarin says, the king's going to have his money. He holds me personally responsible for his tithe. So I am forced to send the collectors around again to gather his share a second time. So he's double taxing people in order to make up this shortfall because the money's been stolen. Now, he doesn't have to do that. He could just eat it. He could just pay the money out of the treasury or whatever. He's a greedy rich person. Exactly what do you expect? <laughs> well, that's kind of my point, right? Like, this is just a reminder that that Alvaron, whatever we might think of him as a person, whether or not you think he's a good guy or not, his instinct is certainly not primarily the welfare of his poor, hard-scrabbling peasants. It's making sure that he doesn't get dinged. Yeah. And yet, I am not at all surprised. Mm-hmm. No, nor should you be. I think this chapter and, and uh, a lot of this half of the book are concerned with the mayor showing us his true face. I think in the first the first act when we encounter the mayor, we grow to like him, maybe largely because he was helpless and Quoth had to save him. And now we see the kind of person he really is. And this uh, this chapter ends with a very nice summary of that. So we'll we'll get to it. This is one of the first things we've learned about the king. We don't talk about the king very often. There aren't isn't a lot of cause to discuss the king. Most regular people don't even really think about the king. Alvarin obviously knows him personally and you know has opinions about him. And this is one of the first things that we, the readers, have have heard about him is, is that, you know, he's I mean, I, I don't know what kind of inferences we can make from this aside from that he's a king and he likes getting his money. Alvarin seems to have a pretty low opinion of him. He doesn't think much of him as a person. Yes, but he does have enough leverage over Alvarin to force him to pay him the taxes. You know, he he seems like he's he's galled by being held personally responsible for what he calls his tithe. Uh, he has to pay it. You know, I think if he was in a position to truly challenge him, he could just say, no, I'm not going to pay you. But that's the kind of thing that could lead to a civil war. Exactly. Do you think that might be one of the reasons he's preparing for war? Because the money is getting tight and, and Roderick is getting a little antsy about the money? Maybe. Maybe. I do kind of like the theory that I think you put forward some time ago that maybe it will turn out to have been a big mistake for Quoth to let Alvarin, like to save Alvarin's life, that maybe whoever was trying to kill him was serving the greater the good greater in some good, way. You might and say. Quoth, mm. Indeed. And Quoth kind of screwed that up. Uh, and and we're sort of getting, if that is the case, then we start to get hints of it right away in the way that, that Alvarin kind of conducts himself and how he conducts business. Because on the next couple of pages, he does come across as like pretty a pretty cold-blooded kind of person. Because what he seems to be most concerned about is is my bride-to-be going to think that I'm a like a weakling, a beta cuck, a sleepy, you know, a sleepy Joe if I don't sort this out? 
How will it look to Meloin if I cannot keep my own roads safe? Not, oh, those poor people who, you know, were robbed at sword point, you know, nothing like that. It's like, oh man, this makes me look like a real chump. Can't have that. Or the the poor common folk who I'm double taxing. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he's also, yeah, I mean, yes, Quoth is a, is two, two wine bottles deep. He's probably pretty well sauced. But I also think that Alvaron is doing a pretty canny job of manipulating him by coming and saying like, you know, not, not saying in so many words, oh, oh, I need your help, but letting Quoth get around to asking him stuff like that. You know, you know, Quoth says like, you know, what about Dagon? And Alvaron says, oh, I couldn't use Dagon and here's why. He he kind of like leads Quoth into a trap where he can then say, "Ah, you're the you're the best person to help me in this job, right?" Uh, and th- you know, and oh, and you offered, so I didn't ask you. Exactly. What's becoming very clear to me in this chapter, and what becomes clear to Quoth by the end of this chapter, is that the one thing the mayor cannot abide is is being in debt to somebody. I the first this didn't really I never really understood the motivation for sending Quoth away here especially because I had a high opinion of the mayor the first couple times I read this book. And now I realize that the mayor deeply resents uh, being in Quoth's debt. Like he deeply resents that this guy saved his life and that he sort of like, he owes him something. So he's, as Quoth figures out in this chapter, he's setting him up to fail so that he can then go, ah, well, you know, you let me down when I really needed you. So uh, maybe I, maybe I won't actually give you the reward that you, you truly deserve. And at the end of the book, you know, he, he basically, he sends Quoth away with a blank check, but that's all. Like, as he says many times over, what Quoth has done is, you know, is worthy of getting a lordship. And ultimately, he just sort of, like, sends him away with, like, look, I'll pay for your school, but just that's all. Like, we're done now. And Quoth really doesn't come away with what with what he might have if the mayor were uh, a Thrape type, for example. Um, and I think that what this tells us about the mayor's personality is that he can't abide owing people. He can't abide being in someone else's debt. He needs to be the one holding all the power. So he arranges it so that, uh, in you know, just in this scene alone, he's arranging it so that Quoth offers to leave. He even, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, but he even, uh, he never actually asks Quoth to go. He, the way the chapter ends is with a statement that has only one response, but he's not saying, will you do this for me? He's putting Quoth in a position where he has to offer to go. And I think that's very, very telling. I agree. Very sneaky. And this is also an example of like Quoth not quite thinking everything through because when Alvarin says, might I rely on your help in this? Quoth doesn't think, oh, he's going to send me out to hunt bandits. He thinks, oh, this is a chance for me to sell the mayor my arrow catch device. Maybe, maybe even you know, become part of the vintage military industrial complex. Maybe I can get a contract going Capitalism. and contract it out to the entire <laughs> vintage, you know, army, you know, if he sees how well these work. Uh, and yeah. Alvarin's not actually interested in that, but that's what Quoth thinks, because I think if he were completely in his right mind, he might pick up that Alvarin is manipulating him. Well, he, he, he really has no choice. Like he, he never has a like the the mayor has decided to send him away, and Quoth has really has no choice but to capitulate. But uh, he he doesn't clue into that for a little while, possibly because he's drunk. But I don't hold that no. against Quoth in this case. Like I don't think there was any way this could have 
gone. I also don't think that it uh, it occurs to Quoth that the mayor is going to send him hunting bandits in the woods because that's like a bizarre thing to to ask Quoth to do after everything he's done for him. Like Quoth probably very reasonably thinks that he's like now the mayor's confidant and is, you know, a trusted advisor who, you know, is poised to like replace Codicus as a as an arcanist at hand and like use yeah. his brain and to advise him in matters of state. Like that that's like a reward fitting. That, that's kind of what I was Yeah, that's a reward fitting someone of Quoth's stature. Uh, and so, like, I, I don't hold it against Quoth for not cluing into this early early on enough. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, Quoth, Quoth is offering the help that he thinks he's best suited to offer. Yes. I agree. It's it's really interesting on this read how much I'm picking up and, like, how my opinions of characters are changing. You know, I, I really think less of the mayor this time around. I really think of him as a villain, whereas previously I thought of him as, like, a gruff but kindly uncle. Mm, yeah kind of like a hard man but not a bad yeah, but now man. i'm like man this guy is bad news from the get-go from word one and it would have been better if he died mm-hmm. <laughs> well then how would quoth afford school though it's not all about quoth man what about the greater good you know you know the mirror might end up engulfing the continent in civil war but he also paid one guy's tuition so it's impossible to say whether or not he's bad no no I agree with you point. the mayor's good he paid close tuition <laughs> oh, uh, and he'll pay all of our tuition on tomorrow's page uh, the way, way.